0: So, Mama, maybe you clicked on the title of this episode today because this topic intrigues you and it's on your heart. Are you personally struggling to prepare your toddler for interactions with special needs kids? Have you maybe already had some bad experiences and you want to make sure that you guys do better as a family next time? Do you feel like you're just not really sure how to create a safe and inclusive environment for all your children, whether you have your own special needs children or not? Well, you're in luck and I'm so happy that you've clicked on this episode because today we are talking all about it and we're going to answer all those questions. Today I'm joined by the amazing and lovely Katie Keene. She's a homeschool strategy coach and a mom of of a child with special needs herself. She's here to share some tips and tricks on how you can build bridges with special needs kids and their families and how to prepare your own little ones for inclusive communication and play. So mama, go ahead, grab a cup of coffee and join us as we dive in into this very important and informative topic. I can't wait. Hey mama, welcome to the Energized Mama podcast. Do you want a better work-life balance and more time and energy? Do you find yourself thinking, how can I add more hours into the day? Or are you Googling how to deal with mom guilt and can my marriage survive toddlers? Do you wake up with big goals only to feel overwhelmed and defeated when you have no one to help you and your littles aren't listening to you again? Hey, I'm Cheyenne. I, too, was an exhausted mom away from the help of my family. I, too, felt constantly drained with a strong-willed toddler and wished I could find balance between being a wife, a mom, stepmom, and entrepreneur. I wanted more energy to give myself and my husband, to discipline my kids confidently, and incorporate faith into our home. All the things, right? but I kept telling myself that I couldn't do it feeling this exhausted and without a community supporting around me until I found a healthy balance and endless energy in raising Jesus-loving littles. In this podcast, you will find that too. You will find time and energy boosting tips and tricks, guidance for disciplining your littles, and what to do when you have no help so that you will find balance between all your roles. Stop feeling drained and learn to trust your own mom tuition. Time to grab those headphones, pour that green smoothie, and get ready to get your daily energy boost. I've got you, mama. Before we dive in today, I wanted to read you guys a really quick recent review that came in that uh, just gave me all the feels. The title goes realistic, helpful, and engaging. Above five stars, I must say. So this person wrote, Shy is so relatable and friendly and delivers her tips and stories in an engaging and entertaining way. If you reach out to her, she always responds, which is so lovely. This was from Dindy Marie from the USA and Dindy Marie, girl. Thank you so much for taking time for writing this review and for participating with me. She is so right. If you ever reach out to me after an episode, I do. I do reach out to you because I see you. You're not just a number to me. You have a story, and I believe every story, every mom deserves to be heard. So again, thank you so much, Dindy, but also thank you to you, Mama, who's listening right now to the sound of my voice. Thank you for showing up here at the Energized Mama podcast. I am so excited to keep serving you keep loving on you. And let's go ahead and dive into today's episode. Well, hello to all you beautiful mamas. I am so excited to be here with you today on the Energized Mama podcast because I truly have a treat for you. I know that sometimes you ladies are used to hearing just me talk and go on and on about these topics that are so passionate to me and also to you and all the feedback that you ladies have been giving me lately in the reviews and in my private Facebook group. Well, today I have another mama here that is so passionate about this specific topic. There are so many countless, endless, I feel articles and news reports out there nowadays about the rise of how spe- the special needs community is sometimes marginalized or often seen as, as separate. And yet it's affecting so many more of our families than ever before. And I've had so many of you share with me that this int- this this whole situation that we have found ourselves in in this modern day society, right, of being able to come together and understand each other more, sometimes through the medium of social media, or something like you're listening to right now on a podcast is exciting, but it's also overwhelming. And for so many of you listening to my podcast today, your moms of littles, just like me, and we know that littles are nothing but extremely honest and extremely open. And so, It can be intimidating when knowing how can we best connect with special needs kids and special needs adults, and how can we best navigate those relationships with our toddlers and within our own homes? Well, I had to bring on one of my favorite experts in this area today, someone who knows a thing or two about it for sure. I am so happy and honored to be able to introduce you guys to my new friend, friend, a fellow podcaster. Her name is Katie Keen. She's a homeschool strategy coach, and she also happens to be a host of her own podcast called Her Home and Heart, which is a top 1% parenting and family podcast. I tell you, ladies, I brought someone on who is no nonsense, but yet so full of heart, so full of passion. So without further ado, I'd love you to all help me welcome today Mrs. Katie Keene to the Energized Mama podcast. Hello, beautiful. Thank you so much for having me here today.
1: (laughs) I'm so glad to be here to talk to you.
0: Oh, likewise, likewise. You know, I know we were talking so much before we pressed record and we just had this natural connection and you were already sharing such wisdom that I was like, oh my gosh, I can't wait to hear what you have to say specifically about this topic. And I thought before we dive, dove in today, I would love it if you would share a little bit deeper, a little bit more about yourself and um, who you are, who's your family and where you're coming to us from today.
1: Absolutely. So right now I reside outside of Washington, D.C., but I am, um, not only a military child who grew up, I ended up becoming a military wife. So I have (laughs) five children and of those children two have had various, very intense levels of needs. Um, some being very profound others we've managed to work our way through. And so, um, We, we have years and years of homeschooling experience, experience in special needs therapies and neurodevelopmental offices, and supporting those families who have a special needs child is just a deep, deep passion in my heart. And with the way that, you know, in our nation, well, really worldwide, even just the statistics on autism rates are literally exploding in just the last, you know, decade. Um, And it's all of us are going to end up having somebody at church or a neighbor or at preschool who we know who have children or family members with some form of a disability. And so it's um, one of my passions to help bridge that gap between families who have never been exposed and families like mine, who would just really love to let you in and see what our lives are like and make friends with you.
0: Yes. Yes. And Katie, that's what I love about you is that you kind of have that twofold expertise here. You have the fact that you've helped families that have children with unique needs and special needs. And then you also have, you have that in your own home. So I love that, that you have kind of that double-edged sword there that you really can help us see from both perspectives. And you're a mom who's been there, who's been in the trenches. And like you said, it is a statistic that, We can't hide from, you know. I feel that in the past, I even think back to my own upbringing that um, I am not even sure what um, we would have referred it to, um, you know. But children who definitely had special, unique needs or disabilities, and it did feel like there was less less families being challenged with that, and it felt like it was easier to be separate. And I was always that kid that always wanted to find the way to be able to connect the two communities and not have it be so separate. But I know overall, it could feel so intimidating and so overwhelming. And so with you letting us know about that statistic that wow, that that worldwide um, statistic that is facing us more and more. I'm curious, you know, Because my listeners, because most moms here listening today have children that are five and under, right? This is the age group where maybe so many families get that first diagnosis that their own child um, has a disability, or maybe it's when a family first starts to encounter other children around their child's age that maybe have just been diagnosed, right? Um, because, you know, you have these littles that are starting to get involved in sports or preschool, or they start to start school. And I'm just curious, like, how would you share with parents or what would you share with them about helping their child develop an empathy towards special needs children and seeing them not so marginalized, not seeing them so separate?
1: I love this question. Um, It's such an important topic to discuss. What I will begin with is just saying that For the most part, little kids, especially five and under, they do not have normally a fear or any kind of hesitation or discomfort when it comes to being around people with disabilities. They have curiosity. They have questions. Now, if you're in class and maybe a kid has acted out and has created a fear or a concern, that's different. You know, if there's a kid who can't control and regulate their emotions and they're acting out in class, then your little one really might have some concerns at least with that child. But overall, what I find is that it's actually the parents who need to become comfortable and who need to allow their child to be curious and to ask those questions. Because when we can model that we are comfortable because this is just another person, a person who may look different or who may speak different or who may have actually different physical ways of moving or behaving, um, when we can model that, we still understand these are God's beautiful creation. Mm-hmm. These are people who he values and loves, and that we are to always treat people as people, no matter what kind of abilities or disabilities they may have. So it's really just one of those things I love to encourage parents let your kid be curious. Let them ask questions, not just to you, but to the people with a disability, as long as they can do so in a very honoring, kind way. One of the things that the specialties community really does struggle with often is just not being seen. Mm. And so when a child wants to ask a question, whether it's to someone in a wheelchair or to an autistic child who may not be able to speak like my son,
0: mm-hmm.
1: if you allow them to Be their genuine, curious selves. Then that person is seen. They have that comfort in that connection of, oh, yes, I'm seen and I'm heard. And even if the child can't speak back, oh, it's very likely that a parent like me will just help them. And it can become a beautiful friendship. And what happens with the children who are allowed to interact comfortably with people with disabilities is they they do grow that depth of compassion and empathy. It's beautiful.
0: Yeah. Wow. it sounds like you've, uh, Lord willing, gotten to witness that, you know, with your children who are special needs and then maybe on the opposite end with your children that don't have those struggles or disabilities. And my first thought that comes to mind is something that I'll be totally honest, that I think I have struggled with you know, especially I used to nanny, this is a part of my background. So I I was with different kids all the time. And sometimes my fear and maybe many moms out there have this fear too, is the fear of what if my child when interacting, when communicating says this, right? I think we all that's so often what we're nervous about. I mean, my gosh, I remember having a children, I nanny that would even just be curious about someone who is say bigger right? And would say, you know, why are you so fat? Or why are you so black, right? Like, I mean, seeing differences in race and things like that. So but of course, when it becomes um, a child communicating with, you know, another child, or maybe another adult in the special needs community, we can imagine there can be all kinds of little things that, as adults, we would say, the kids may not understand what they're saying as a faux pas or something that may be embarrassing. So. How would you suggest a parent then handles those challenging situations when a child maybe accidentally says something or asks something that we may consider to be inappropriate or embarrassing?
1: Well, one of the things that we learned at our Neurodevelopmental Institute that we attended for a number of years to help our our son is that the best thing we can do with little children, regardless of whether they are typically developing or not, is to always prepare them ahead. They have less life experience. And so if you have a kid who is maybe extra curious and extra verbal, and you could possibly see yourself in a situation like that. And then what they taught us to do is to prepare your child, pull out a stack of paper and print out some pictures of various people in the community with various disabilities or various backgrounds or various ages even, and just start having those conversations with your child about God's creation and God's love for all humans. And really give your child the opportunity to ask a lot of those questions with you in private before you go out into the community. And then you can also have those conversations about, well, what might be a a positive proper way to have mm-hmm. a question you know should you ask mommy first or should you ask the person directly and the more that we can prepare our little ones ahead because they really don't know they're so innocent they just are curious and i love that curiosity but you're right it can sometimes come out incorrectly um we also have to understand it's going to very quickly if they do say something incorrectly show the true colors of that person they are speaking to <laughs> So, you know, it's really then on that other person to respond back in a kind way towards that child with understanding and grace that they are a little child. And if they don't, then move on with your day and don't beat yourself up over it. But the more that you can prepare your child, um, the better, And, and it will lead into them having a more comfortable communication style as they grow anyway. So it's always good to be pouring into our children that way
0: totally totally and I think you said something that that made me look in the mirror a little bit that I'm like oh and it shows my true colors too as a parent right you do you this is just across the board being a parent you don't really know how you'll react in a certain way until your child does something right we could all be I'm sure we all have a list or we have memories of things our kids have done that we're like wow we were not expecting that and here this situation arises and so I love that so much of what you've shared already, Katie, can actually be applied to us as the mothers, like listening that so much of this, I'm I'm already thinking like, wow, I love that tip that you just shared. Like That is so tactical. Um, that's what we love so much in, in, in my podcast here is us moms, like of littles, we're like, okay, give us the tactical, give us the practical, what can we actually do? You know, and I love that you gave us that visual of the printing off of the pictures and creating a conversation beforehand. So it's, so it's not so taboo and it's not so much of a stranger, um, to our children, but, but we know, of course, is anything in life planning is half the battle, but we're always going to face, you know, something that we weren't expecting, right. Or we, we weren't anticipating. So that's where I love you. You finished up your thought about saying, Hey, give yourself some grace mama, you know, <laughs> this isn't going to be necessarily a perfect journey and perfect ride, but you know, Katie, I'm curious about like the moms who, you know, that are listening that really want to have an inclusive approach with the special needs community. Like maybe like you, um, like myself, they have a heart for special needs and maybe they themselves and their family have encountered a special needs child. Um, they're extended maybe in their nuclear family. And so, these mamas may have that special desire to try to train their children up, right? Guide them, steward them towards having that next level, not just communicating with the special needs, but being very inclusive towards them. So is there anything that you would encourage parents who say, Want to make sure that they raise children um, to be inclusive and to be kind towards the special needs community. Are there any tips or suggestions that you would make so that they can do that as seamless as possible or as as easy as possible, I guess?
1: Sure. I think that really it comes right down to remembering that these families who have special needs children, like mine, also likely have typical children Mm. and that they're just a family they're not broken. There's nothing wrong with them. They're not damaged goods. They're just a family. So, just ask them questions like you would with any family. If you're if the kid has allergies, if you know your neighbor's kids have allergies or your best friend's kids have allergies and you're going to host a birthday party, you would say, "Well, do you want me to try to find something or hey, do you want to bring an appropriate substitute snack?" right? It's going to be really just that simple. With a family whose kid maybe is profoundly disabled, like my son, where he cannot talk and he cannot do anything for himself. Just, you know, a lot of moms like me just want you to ask us questions because it's just our normal daily life. And when you ask us questions, then we feel seen (laughs) and, oh, you care enough to ask me that question. And I'm still invited. A lot of people just stop inviting you when you have a kid who has any kind of extra challenge because they don't know what to do. And so that is one of the problems in the community of families who have kids with challenges. And that's a growing population, but we are not seen. It's it's a problem. Um, and I think a lot of people just don't know how to handle it, but also once you've seen, then you know you might have to do something. So another suggestion I have is Make sure you invite these families. Ask questions like you would any other family because that's all they are. They are any other family. But also just ask them how you can help. They may not know. Just know that, let them know that you are there if they decide they do know how they might need a little help. So a lot of the time these families get no respite. Mom and dad can't get out on a date. Um, You Mm. know, people are just too unsure what to do, too afraid to step on toes uh, rather than just being treated like, a regular family who needs a little extra support. So just roll up your sleeves, be authentic, be you. You'll be loved for it.
0: Wow. I love it. I love it. Cause I know that anyone who clicked on this episode today, I'm sure, you know, has this curiosity or this desire to know, you know, maybe how to specially help the special needs families in their lives. And yet what I love is so refreshing that you're saying is, Hey, like just treat them like you normally would treat any other family. Right. And, and I love that. I love that. I feel like it's so refreshing. It actually takes the pressure off, you know, uh, for us moms who don't have special needs children or, or get that anxiety when interacting with, you know, children that have disabilities. Um, maybe some of us, uh, I know have childhood fears from our own, um, our own upbringing, right. Our own struggles. Maybe we also struggled with, knowing what is the best way to to help these families or to um how can I be different than maybe the way that I was raised to see people, just people in general, right? I love your emphasis there. People is people and as God's, you know, his made in his image, every single person is made in his image, right? Even though all of our images are so different. And that's what's so beautiful. And um so Katie, as we wrap up this episode today, there were such beautiful, wonderful nuggets. And I think one of the biggest takeaways for myself was that you you reminded me of how important it is to be seen. And as moms, I think we understand that, right? We so often feel unseen, unheard, not validated. And if we can just put ourselves um, in that space of realizing how much that means to us, I know that it means so much to a child who is used to being overlooked or unseen, but also that mom, that mom, that's also there. So thank you for giving us that glimpse today. And, you know, my second biggest takeaway, I think was just staying curious, right? It's like, that's what I love about raising littles and and children in in general, you know, because I also have a teenager, I have a teenager and a three-nager in my house, um, a little three year old and um, kids are just beautiful mirrors. They're great reflections. And they can really show us and remind us just how pure it is um, to be a child and why God gives us that beautiful gift of being his children and how we can remember to be childlike, you know, and sometimes it is just by remaining curious and keeping that curiosity alive in your heart, in your spirit, whether it's within the special needs community, or just with anyone and beyond. And so I want to know, Katie, if, my ladies listening today are curious about how they can better connect with you. What is a way that they can connect with you further and get to know more of you and listen to your your insights on your podcast?
1: Sure, well, the very best way really is actually to go to my podcast, which is on a lot of different platforms, Apple, Spotify, and many others. Um, Because in my descriptions, there's always links there to find my group or whatever I've got going on, freebies, goodies, (laughs) little giveaways, those kinds of fun things. Um, and so I would just come there and a lot of the the things that I teach there have come from the pressure cooker of learning in the stress and in the confusion that can come from navigating the special needs journey. But the nice thing is these lessons apply to all families. Yeah.
0: That's what I love. I love it so much that you're also, I feel like not even just in your podcast, I'm like, Oh, I love that. It's a one-stop shop that you can stop there and be like find all the resources but also that is the resource that is your podcast you know I know that you serve and love on homeschool families so much but you have so much to offer such a wealth of knowledge and you're so easy to talk to like you're so easy to listen to and you just speak with a mama's heart like that's what I love about you so for from, from like one mama to another I just want to say thank you so much for dedicating a little bit of your time today here at the energized mama podcast and it's just been an honor to have you on and speak to all of the mamas here today on this very important topic.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I really enjoyed this.
0: You're welcome. And ladies, if you want to connect with Katie and make it as easy as possible, no worries. All you have to do when you're done listening to this episode is go ahead, go to the show notes below and I've got her link to her podcast and any other way you can connect with her right below. And I just want to say, thank you so much. Thank you so much for showing up, showing up for yourself showing up for your family, and just know that that energy that you want that sustains you and that fuels you throughout your life as a young mom is there for you. And we're going to keep pouring into you every single day on this podcast. I hope to see you on another one. I just love, love, love encouraging you ladies. Thank you again for being here today and know that you are loved, you are seen, you are heard. First and foremost, by God, and then by me too, here on the Energized Mama podcast. Until next time, so much love to you and your family, and God bless. Hey, Mama, can you believe it's almost the end of summer already? Where did the time go? I have a question for you. Do you wish that there was a time and a way to stop feeling emotionally drained by your life as a mom of littles? You're not alone. Do you wish that you could have more energy for your husband without constantly feeling physically exhausted? Double checks there. Well, I know what that feels like because I've been there too. I know what it feels like to want more from your life than just being a mom. I know what it feels like to be overwhelmed with where to begin to stop the stress in my everyday life and to have no idea what healthy habits to implement into my own home that'll actually make a difference. It can feel so easy to be totally lost in how to create a realistic and sustainable plan that works for us, right? I know what it feels like to think I just can't be energetic while I parent a household full of littles that demands so much of me, at least one that doesn't rely on either coffee for energy or wine to de-stress. Well, I want you to take a pause for a moment and imagine with me. Imagine if you no longer felt completely exhausted at the end of your day. What if you had the time to go on dates with your husband? Imagine that you had the energy to give yourself a much needed me time and you had easy to implement systems and strategies that would allow you to be that energetic and vibrant mama you want to be. All of this while still raising your kids the way you want. That's exactly why I created the More Energy Method, a customized blueprint to clear your chaos and bring back more energy into your everyday life. It's where I teach you to decrease stress while increasing your energy. You'll be able to stick with this super simple plan because it's tailor-made for you, and it will establish new healthy habits that will unlock energy without taking away focus from your kids or require huge commitments of time. I promise you will walk away with crystal clear clarity of exactly where to focus and what to focus on with a plan that'll help you know exactly how to do it and the confidence as a woman, wife, and mother to make the changes you need to and to keep them for good. So girlfriend, if you're ready to stop feeling overwhelmed and exhausted the moment you wake up and instead change that all and feel rejuvenated throughout the day and go to bed satisfied even as a busy mom of littles, then I promise there's no time like right now to step up and grab my end of the summer special where I release three exclusive bonus trainings that you won't find anywhere else from experts on topics such as time management systems for work from home moms, sleep training for babies and toddlers, and how to heal your gut and digestive health issues all when put into practice are major energy savers for any mama. So head right now to energyformoms.com. And I have the link below in the show notes. It's time to lose the stress while gaining yourself back and have endless amounts of energy for yourself, your husband and a life beyond just your littles. Let's do this mama.